Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Tune the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. I've been yeah, this is Black Country Blokes chewing the flat, fat. With me, Kev Dillon, Aaron Jew, and we've got a very special guest on today. Sue Morris, and Sue, you're our first woman guest. Oh, thanks, so, Kev. That's great. <laughs> I've known Sue for over ten years. Yeah. Uh, Sue is a aroma therapist. Now is a qualified yoga instructor. Yeah. And also does counselling. Yeah. And it intrigues me, like you say, like the bond of the, the body and the mind get together. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's kind of why I do all those three things, Kev, because they seem to. They've always seemed to link together, and that's uh, that's how I got into counselling. Was when I was doing my, uh, I don't do it so much now, but doing my aromatherapy and reflexology, and talking to people about stress and um, what was going on in the body. You can't help but get into the mind as well. Mm. So you know, lots of things related to our physical body, what's going on with aches and pains, with headaches and lots of illnesses, they all, a lot of them begin with stress. And so that's when I got into talking to people as being really important to get to the bottom of what's what's going on for somebody. And now I, I sort of bring the two together and I've just qualified in yoga, so it's taken me a while. But, well, well um, done. <laughs> We do it every Tuesday with me, and I yeah. thought there's no way on God's green earth you'll ever catch me doing yoga. <laughs> but we've been doing it now for the last couple of months, and yeah. I feel so much better. Yeah. And the relaxation, because I've done a lot of hypnotherapy with yeah. Nick and Alexander Walker. Yeah. And it's the same kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's relaxing the body. Yeah. First, you get the body relaxed. Yeah. Then you get your breathing and then you get your mind and it's, yeah. it's amazing what we can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really good how they all go together, isn't it? You've never done yoga. Yeah. I have, yeah. The wife got me um, onto yoga, so she does it quite a lot. Oh, does she? She really yeah. enjoys it because um, she's into meditation as well. Yeah. And she kind yeah. of finds that as like an alternative form as well with a bit of yeah. exercise. Yeah, I've tried it. So I think initially when I tried it, I was trying to be the strong one in the group and like oh, hold right. myself up and yeah. I was struggling yeah. in terms of like yeah. I don't think I was relaxed enough right. um, yeah. but then when I did I, I did it for a few months um, as I got more relaxed I did find it quite relaxing almost to the mm. point I wanted to snooze at the end of the, the yeah. session <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I said, you enjoy it now yeah. and you said you've got to go with your body mm. yeah. if you can only stretch to there then only stretch there don't yeah. force it yeah yeah Absolutely. and it's it's gradually step by step building up the strength but rather than pushing yourself too much so that you mm. hurt something and it's also about um it's a bit like the counseling actually it's about awareness mm. of what's going on for you and that's what i do in the counseling is by talking to people about um what's going on in their lives um, you start to get aware of your thoughts and you start to think, well, perhaps I could think a bit differently about that. Mm. And you have, you, have you got any um, quick uh, tricks of the trade of the case? Any like, um, and then just pause you one sorry. second. I'm just, got, I'm just conscious the word's going to ring me and I put my phone on. Do yeah. not disturb. Yeah. Apologies. Okay. Um, That's all right. 
Like normally used to As I say, we are raw. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. all right. I stop it. Sorry, sorry, guys. Uh, okay. That's life. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're back on. Sorry, you want to ask that yeah. one again? Okay. So, have you got any like tricks to trade, like for relaxation or, you know, yeah. you know, sometimes you're having that bit of a panic attack or an anxiety yeah. attack? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, breathing is one of the, the best things, um, is just trying to be aware of your breath. Um, and go with it um just you know just trying to relax your shoulders um i think one of my, my best thing is feeling your feet on the ground is a good mm. one because when we get anxious everything happens in your head mm. your heart stops pounding uh, you get sweaty and hot and all those things and you sort of lose a sense of where you are um but by just if you can concentrate getting your feet on the ground taking some taking some breaths and get yourself a bit steadier um, and get yourself a bit of space perhaps just to, to calm down slow everything down then it, it it brings that that calmness back a bit so but panic attacks and anxiety is something I deal with a lot in counseling um, and they can be very very debilitating you know mm. and people don't Realise what's what's going on. You feel like you're gonna have a stroke, don't you? Yeah, you can. People do get um you know, admitted to hospital and it, it you know, because they think they're having a heart a heart attack because they can be that strong. Your heart can really pound and you can get dizzy, you can get
sort of reversing what the, the nervous system does automatically. And that's what we're doing yoga, isn't it, Kev? Yeah. We've been doing that relaxation. Um, and, um, and actually doing the postures. I don't know if you've noticed, but when we, we sort of do a posture and then we relax a little bit, you can do it a little bit more, can't mm. you? Mm. You know, you can sort of work with the relaxation and the strength together. So they, they're going hand in hand. Yeah. Well, the boxing, I've, I've seen like when people go like, can I pay £20 for a strength conditioner? Can I pay £20 yeah. For a dietitian, could I kind of went, yeah, but we, we won't want to go and talk to yourself, yeah, about something that's going on in their head, yeah. If you but if that's not right, how can anything else move forwards, yeah. Before yeah. I address my problems with food, yeah, how will I mm. is a diet won't work if I haven't yeah. addressed the problem yeah. with food, yeah, yeah, but with exercise. Yeah. Why am I doing it? Is it because of uh, body yeah. dysmorphia? Yeah. Or is it because I actually want to be healthy? Is yeah. it because I want to be an athlete? Mm. Yeah. Or is it how I fit into this shirt or how I fit yeah. into that circle in the pub? If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's a great, really great point, Kev, because especially with social media these days, I think there's a, even more pressure on how you look, yeah. isn't there? Mm -hmm. And your people are you know putting their faces and their bodies out there and um and like you say it's, it's it's coming from how you feel inside that's about yourself that's the place to start yeah that self self-love so when you started off with the the kids and you were saying what was yeah. the organization you used to work for um from 13 well, to whatever oh well i used to work with the watt center the yeah watt center. yeah yeah so um working with young the younger age group which is in Stourbridge, still going strong. Yeah, but I'm like, glad that's the yeah, Watts. The Watts Centre in yeah, Stourbridge. Yeah, that's great wonderful. Organisation. It's um, it's a charity that's been going oh, over thirty years. Started in the Watts, started in Stourbridge, um, just to have some kind of service for young people to go to to talk about things um, and problems and housing and education that sort of thing but it's it evolved into a, a really great counseling service um, and i know they get lots of referrals from doctors now and you know take on loads of loads of young people from 13 to 25 and you, when you think of 13 yeah to 25 yeah that, that's like three four generations it is a few, of gap isn't it, is, it? it is yeah yeah so it yeah it provides well that's it and you you know you kind of learn in counseling you learn to work with different age groups depending on your your speciality i guess because yeah. i believe if i mean it's brilliant they started at 13 yeah but could you imagine the better results if we were starting at seven yeah because yeah. I, I believe in my opinion you might disagree yeah, yeah. but I, I think a lot of the time we try and mm. We try and fix something that's been broke mm. for 30 years. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And, and you're thinking, all right yeah. then, you repeat mm. criminal, you repeat drug addict, you repeat this, you repeat, you repeat. And you're thinking, if you'd have got me when I was a kid, go, Absolutely. why are you so angry? Absolutely. I've seen that yeah. so much in um, in the care system. Yeah. So social care is part of my life. I yeah. have siblings from the care system. Yeah. And luckily we got them quite young. But even yeah. then, I'm talking six and seven years old, mm. they've already got some habits formed. So mm. when you get no children, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. But then when you got people say in your teenager years yeah. they have a certain level of should we call them skills or things that mm. they can do and that's all they know so yeah. you're, you're trying to move them into yeah. another arena where it's making them feel uncomfortable they're going yeah. back to their safe haven and mm. i see that all the time and it's it's yeah. a shame really because 
we from the outside we blame that person now that person's yeah. you know naughty or he's an yeah. offender or he's something yeah. but it's it's a broken cycle yeah. and i don't believe that some of the things we have going off on a bit of a tangent here like mm. the rehabilitation system i don't think it's made to actually rehabilitate you yeah. i think it just kind of keeps you say incarcerated right. for a short amount yeah. of time and then you put back into the same society yeah. with no extra skill set mm. um but one thing just adding to that um which hopefully adds a bit of value is i did a podcast yesterday with um mm. the mental organization so they've got a podcast called the yeah. mental podcast yeah. and um, they've just passed a petition 196,000 signatures they got to incorporate mental illness mm. uh, into the curriculum in education so this mm. September yeah. children will have some level of understanding mm. so at least we're aware of it because I think as a society we all need yeah. to take responsibility yeah. Um, yeah. For, for being able to help yeah. or support or at least signpost people and I hope they do it in the right manner of course mm. I hope they do it in the, in the right caring manner because a lot of the time they've got the right ideas mm. but they do it in the completely the wrong way don't mm. they have you seen that well um, you know I think things are changing a lot and um, you know people are recognising that you know kids um, need listening to mm. in schools and you know when I was at the Watt Centre we were sending counsellors into schools and you know that there is a lot more development going on in that in that area these days and um, yeah it's just that awareness that um, I actually came across a really interesting um, study um, the other day in the, the paper about um, being more aware of quiet children in schools, which I think is really, really interesting. Introverts versus extroverts, and um, that more space needs to be given for kids who are naturally quiet, because schools tend to be geared towards standing up in class and speaking. Or the high achievers. Yeah, and, but but the you know but the quiet children can be very high achievers mm. they're just quiet mm, and that's true. you yeah. know so if it, you know all these sort of psychological things are filtering mm. through and um you know and schools i think do a lot of great a great work with you know you've got some great teachers oh. and when i was at school kev i had some great inspiring teachers and i think they uh, they do a great great job mm. so you yeah. said about the quiet kid i heard the same about it once i get right a confident man only speaks when he's got something to say. Right. And yeah. it, it's so true, you know, you, you, yeah. you're truly quiet people and he pipes him, he's got, me, I'm a rattle box, I, I, <laughs> live, I live on my nerves. Yeah. I'm like my dad, I have to keep talking, you know, to yeah. keep talking, keep yeah. going. Yeah. Whereas um, one of my best friends, Alan Parry, yeah. he's one of the funniest men I've ever met in my life, but he, he talks when he's got something to say. Right, yeah. And that's yeah. the difference between us both. Yeah, yeah. My dad was like that. He was a really strong man, but he was very quiet. And when he spoke, it was words of wisdom. Mm -hmm. He was a lovely, lovely man, Dad. So uh, yeah. So I think, that's, but we're all different. We are all different. You know, if you if you want to know about counselling, I think that's where I come from. Is that everybody is unique, mm -hmm. and we're all special, and all our stories and backgrounds are different, and we just evolved to be who we are. But it's finding that, you know, that um, that joy in being yourself that is the important thing and that's probably the aim of counselling is to help people feel happy with being who they are love that yeah so that's that. just on that if I may add yeah um, the joy of being yourself goes back kind of with self-love I suppose yeah. being comfortable in your body yeah uh, another episode I did with the lady and she, she said two things that mm. really resonated with me she says most often it's our thoughts 
um, obviously that dictate our emotions and our behavior yeah. and she says what we sometimes need to do uh, touching on your point about the awareness thing we need to be aware of the thoughts that are in our head for example mm. firstly are they true yeah and secondly um, I'm gonna lose my train of thought now S- secondly who, who were they given by mm. are yeah. your parents and yeah. was that based on facts effect- yeah. effectively yeah. so um, might have butchered that just ever so slightly but yeah it makes you think that we go through life and just taking opinions of people mm. and what that does is shapes our environment yeah and then we yeah. live in that environment um, and that might yeah. not necessarily be what we're yeah. comfortable in yeah if that makes sense yeah. and i think as we as we grow and you know we start to work out what's important to us and we can filter out do mm. i need that now yeah. you know and it's i always see it like you know taking off a an old coat do i need that anymore Absolutely, you yeah. know yeah, yeah, <laughs> and having a look at it mm, no i think i don't think that's that's mm. useful anymore so i'll uh I'll, I'll have this one which makes me feel stronger or it's not cold it so i haven't yeah. got to wear my big coat yeah that's a good analogy yeah yeah but I think but that, we... that information you're going into mm. when you're a kid all information is fact yeah mm. you know yeah. because you say like yeah. your friend goes well if you do that you go well, why would you lie? Yeah. And I think what we've come to nowadays mm. is because we've got so much information coming to us from Facebook, from Google, from mm. the newspaper. We haven't got that thing where we're thinking, well, that, that that's fake news. Mm. We're yeah. either questioning everything or accepting everything. Yeah. And we, there's no, because so much information is coming at us. And if you believe it is fact, it is fact to you. Yeah. Until it's proven yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Claire, okay, definitely. There's a lot, lot of information that that you know is being poured at mm. us day in day out, isn't there? With Facebook and what other people think and but, the and media. And yeah. a lot of time, it's yeah. not what they. My opinion is yeah. this. It is this is gospel truth. Yeah. And you're thinking, well. Yeah. There's, yeah. a, there's a fantastic book called um, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Oh, um, yeah. It's a brilliant yeah. book. In fact, yeah. it was actually banned initially. Oh, so right. the Napoleon yeah. state wouldn't accept it, mm. accept it for some reason because it's quite controversial. Mm. Uh, anyway, I, f- I finished that book and what they explain is, so I'm talking for education and I'm talking on a bit of a religious background. So, for mm. example, the church. What they're saying is that most often our beliefs and our environment and everything is shaped by these matter-of-fact things mm. that are taught to us just through generations with no yeah. real substance or anything mm. and effectively that's the way that we just go through life believing stuff yeah. and he explained that i think it's something like two in a hundred people will actually think for themselves and he says what happens mm. is we're not we don't go to school to actually think we go to school to regurgitate information mm. that's what i was great at i was an mm. academic i went from grammar yeah. school to getting a degree but yeah. all i could do was look at that remember it but i had no yeah. i never really used to test myself in terms of trying to understand it yeah. trying to apply it to life so we're almost kind of, I suppose, guinea pigs going through, just regurgitate, how much can you remember for mm. the exam? Because this is the way society is going to teach mm. you. Mm. And it, it was just really like eye-opening because I thought, wow. Whereas now I'm trying to unwind all of that and yeah, trying to yeah. peel back and trying yeah. to think a lot more about, okay, so-and-so says this. Mm. I used to have this limiting belief in my life, yeah. which affected my anxiety over here. Yeah. I need to strip that back now. And it's, yeah. it's a lot of work and I just wish people, especially at a younger age, Mm. Don't have to wait till they're 33, for example, yeah. like my age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a process, isn't it? And, um, you know, we can't help be born into the environment we're in. So, um, you know, and I, I, you know, and I do work with parents and children as well. And 
I think as parents, we try and do the best we can. Yeah, and um, you know, it's and actually that's probably where I did. I was thinking about this question, Kev, when you asked me to do this. Where did I get interested in counselling? Mm. It was probably when I was bringing up my kids, and they were. I got four kids, and they were fighting, and you think, oh goodness, what do we do with this? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I started to get interested in communication and listening, and um, and I came across a lovely book, and it was called How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk, and it it was a love it's a lovely book, mm. and um, um, and I think that sparked my interest in in listening and and. Um, Sometimes just you know stepping back and listening to somebody is um, you know without trying to fix it mm. you know just be like we you were talking a bit earlier Kev about people just having the chance to talk um, and um, I think that's that's really powerful just sometimes just being there somebody to just accept what they're saying so so that's where I started with with my own kids actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a great place and, to start. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they've turned out all right, well, haven't they? Well, yeah, well, you have to ask them. They're <laughs> sure, sure they have, yeah. <laughs> they have, they're all wonderful. So, uh, but then it's yeah. when something like can yeah. push you into what you go into, be, yeah. be it a negative thing, yeah. Um, yeah. the drink or mm. something else, because something's like, or it could turn something positive. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. and just by that thinking, how can I better listen to my children, teach you a skill yeah. that you take into counselling, yeah. which takes you on to uh, run fair, which takes you on to yoga. Mm. They're all the same thing, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, it's all, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of following your, you're kind of following your own, mm. your own intuition as to what's, what's, um, what drives you really, isn't it? Yeah. So and have you noticed over the years of counselling, because how many years have you been doing it now? probably about 15 that I actually started to train in counselling yeah probably about 15 years and have you noticed it's changed people have changed within that time do you think there's more depression now do you more anxiety more I'm sorry bro Uh, sorry I don't I don't I don't think so really Kev I think people are just always being people yeah it's probably we haven't had the counselling to talk to people about it before and when I was young I had a lot of anxiety myself at school and dropped out of university because I was because of anxiety and um, but there wasn't the there just wasn't the facility at all it wasn't considered to talk about it and had I had I done that at university I don't think I'd have dropped out of, of university so so do you think it's just as much it just wasn't talked about? Yeah, mm. yeah, perhaps not so Probably much. In different ways, then, yeah, I but suppose. different ways. But also, you know, there's you know, there's a lot going on with I think, you know, your generation brought up with social media is, is very different to mm. mine and how that impacts on people. It puts a lot of emphasis on having to be look right, be perfect mm. and Absolutely. and and speak to each other on the phone as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. There's a, but so, which is got its good and its bad, you know. There's, I think, actual talking to each other is, um, is really important, isn't it? We do, unfortunately, see a lot of people just sitting together but on their phones. Mm. 
instead of, you know, talking. So what Craig mentioned nice. this is one of the other lads who was on here. Yeah. And he says, back in the day, if you were having a problem with your, yeah. with your husband or whatever, it'd be, put the kettle on, I'll be around in the morning. Yeah. Now yeah. you'll just type on things, say, yeah. hey, we see what's yeah. happening. And yeah. that, that knowing that it's all the pop around, yeah. put the kettle on. It's a brilliant British expression, isn't yeah. it? Put, yeah, the, put the, kettle the kettle on. Yeah. And we yeah. go around and we'd sit yeah. there. Yeah. And even if you say, I don't want really to talk about it, all right, then we'll talk yeah. about yeah. The, mm. the deals on at Morrison's. We'll talk yeah, about Yeah, just talking about anything yeah. would be nice, just to know that you're with, with people and somebody somebody cares about you. Mm. I think that's the thing. I mean, that's where I was brought up in um, Birmingham, in Salt Lake. Um, my mum ran a, a shop in um, Salt Lake, and I think people used to pop in the shop to, mm. I remember that, in our street, to chat to mum. They'd always be nattering and talking about their problems mm. in the shop. It was a bit more of a Coronation Street yeah, type, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> type yeah. thing then, but uh, perhaps we need a bit more of that. But look at that now, because yeah. we, we haven't even got the cashier in the supermarket yeah. to have a chat to. Yeah. In some pubs, you can sit at the table, yeah. order your drink and your food, so you haven't even got to go and learn how to wait in a queue yeah. to say, sorry, were you in front of me? Mm. Could yeah. I have a drink, please? Yeah. We'll learn, we, we, whatever, the big brother, whatever it is, is teaching us not to socialise, yeah. whereas we're tribal animals. Yeah. We, yeah. we need to be around okay. people yeah. and how are you? And yeah. feeling a bit lousy or feeling great. And yeah. We're just learning how to either yeah. Sit at home and the, the delivery will come. Yeah. We'll cook it, we'll eat on our own, we'll type yeah. our thoughts about the day, but we haven't seen another bugger. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And That's then, so true. How, yeah. how, how, how horrible. Yeah. Which is where your boxing club is great, Kev, because, you know, that's why I love coming to do yoga here mm. at the boxing club, because you've got such a great atmosphere of, you know, getting kids in and building their confidence and doing stuff together you know that all really counts i think to it's lost having skills. a social yeah. having a social life Absolutely. isn't it a handshake yeah yeah and it, it made me laugh when i shake someone's hand they go hello and they'll turn away <laughs> yeah. And thinking, yeah my mom said all those years ago she did um a course yeah. i can't remember what's the business or something yeah and they're able to teach people how to hello um if you're a receptionist Hello, uh, yeah. I'll be with you in two seconds. Mm. Nothing infuriates me more than when you get, it's normally in the doctor's surgery, and you stood there and they just type on the computer. Mm. They haven't got the common courtesy to lead up and go, two seconds, I'm just busy. Yeah, yeah. all those little things make a difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's why your club's great, Kev, because you, know, you bring people together, don't you? And uh, yeah, doing, doing this for people is lovely to bring back that chatting. Absolutely. Can I just ask you a question then? So yeah. you, in relation to your university, you said earlier yeah. that um, you left because of anxiety. Yeah. Now yeah. I, my anxiety wasn't as bad at university as it was in secondary school. Yeah. But I'm sure there's people listening who may be yeah. going to university or college suffering yeah. with that. Yeah. Did you firstly know it was anxiety? Oh, no, I right, didn't okay. at the time. Could you I just explain? knew. Do you I, remember those yeah, feelings? Yeah, well, I used to sit in seminars and I just didn't speak. Right. And it just got worse and worse. And um, I just didn't feel I could contribute to what was going on. And mm. I ran away. So. Okay. Um, but as it happened, um, I ran away to London and um, I worked 
I got a job working for um, the benefits office mm -hmm. and I was thrown into <laughs> <laughs> the probably the biggest education of my life right. working you know um, and then I worked for Citizens Advice Bureau in London um, so it's probably a great education mm. for getting over my anxiety because <laughs> I had to deal with all sorts of um, problems and um, you know build up um, build but, up talking to people. Mm, so it takes a lot of courage, Sue, because yeah. a lot of people you've run away from that, then you're thrown in the deep end. A lot yeah. of people decide then, yeah, or run away again, or run away again. Absolutely. Yeah, no, no, yeah. So uh, yeah, so that was a, that was really good and then that was perhaps where I started when I worked for the Citizens Advice Bureau in London for a few years and um, you know and I was talking to a lot of people about their problems and uh, probably where the counselling bug mm. really got started I guess just listening but yeah. there you have to be sort of active at of sorting out mm -hmm. difficulties and housing and all sorts, but I love that, yeah. But then I went back to university, Fantastic. so, um, yeah, yeah. So I did a degree in art, art education then, mm. and um, uh, then I had four children, um, and then um, I did my aromatherapy and stuff, and then I did another degree in complementary therapy. So I made up for it. Fantastic. <laughs> and then I got into teaching and then I got into counselling. Mm. So uh, really And then you've just passed your yoga. Then yoga. But yo yoga I started when I was 15. So, okay. um, yeah, I've done yoga on and off for a long time. But it's sort of wait, wait till the kids have all grown mm. up and got grandchildren now. So uh, it's time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I've, I'm loving it. I really love doing the yoga, so that's great. Yeah, really enjoying it. Well, yeah. So we're going to finish now. But have you got any a quote or something that you that you thought that's helping get through life, or what are oh, your things yeah. that you always use in counselling? I'll tell you my favourite quote. It's Winston Churchill, if I can remember it. It's um, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that counts. Well, thank you very much, Sue. <laughs> so until next week, gang. Okay. Tarara bit. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page, and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this. To spread the word. Until we talk next time, Tarara bit. Listen, listen, listen.